Hi, my name is Alvin. Happy Christmas Eve, in case you haven't met. Uh, I'm a discipleship pastor here at HTBB, and I also serve in the Mandarin service. And it's my privilege to share with you from God's Word today. I wonder if you've ever received good news when you least expected it. You know, when I was in university, I studied industrial design. In fact, I actually wanted to study automotive design. My dream was to become a car designer. Uh, but by the time I reached my final year in university, I had resigned myself to the fact that there were not going to be any automotive design opportunities in Singapore. No one was making cars. Uh, there were no automotive design houses. So you know, I basically resigned myself to the idea of just designing other things. You know, maybe designing, uh, doing other kinds of design, maybe graphic design or, or furniture or consumer electronics, and designing toasters, refrigerators, dustbins. And then one day, uh, this was just before my final semester was about to start, uh, one of my classmates came to me and said, oh, uh, her brother had just joined this uh, electric vehicle startup and that they're looking for an industrial designer to design electric scooters. Now, of course, they first approached my classmate, but you know, she doesn't do uh, automotive design. You know, she designs like uh, pretty things, like you know, fancy tables and like dainty utensils. But then she thought of me and she came to ask if I would be interested. So, of course, I said yes. So I got in touch with this company and then they gave me a date for, for a job interview. So before the interview, of course, uh, I was preparing my, uh, my, my portfolio, frankly, getting it up and running, uh, preparing you know, what I'm going to showcase, which are my projects I would like to show uh, to my future boss. And then on the actual day, uh, the interview was, was going well. You know, I, they were quite happy while I was presenting. And then uh, they asked me, so where do you see yourself in five years' time? This was my first job interview, so I had no experience in this at all. So I just said, oh, uh, I see myself as a pastor in five years' time. The guy just looked at me with a bit of a shocked face. Uh, but you know, being a professional, you know, he continued to ask uh, a follow-up question. Hmm, so uh, why do you want to become a pastor? So I said, oh, uh, you know, um, I, I see the way culture is going. I see the way the world is going. I want to change the world, but designing stuff only goes so far. What this world really needs, what really needs to change is people's hearts. And only God can do that kind of change. And after that, you know, I was sitting and thinking, oh, why did I you know, say all of this? You know, I'm absolutely thanking this interview. Uh, but to my surprise, uh, he started to open up about he, how he was worried about his teenage son and the friends that he has and the kind of person that, that he was going to be. So to cut the long story short, uh, in the end, to my biggest surprise, despite probably giving you know, the most irrelevant job interview in the history of job interviews, I finally got the job, you know, probably the one automotive design job in the history of Singapore to date. And yes, five years later, I did become a pastor. So I wonder if you've ever been surprised by an unexpected piece of good news as well. Maybe after a tough and demoralizing year at work, your boss calls you into his office and gives you an unexpected promotion. Or maybe after living away from your family for a while, your family you know, comes and surprises you at your doorstep. Or maybe you know, after watching your favorite football team go behind in the first half, you see them claw their way back in the second half in, and win the Champions League final on penalties. Or perhaps today, you need some good news, but it doesn't seem to be coming. And perhaps you're losing hope. 
Maybe you're waiting for healing from a condition that you've been suffering from for a while now, but it has been slow in coming. Or maybe uh, your business isn't doing so well, or, or you lost your job uh, and you're, you're worried for the future. Maybe you just lost a relationship and you're wondering when you'll start seeing light at the end of the tunnel. Today, we continue our journey through the Christmas story. And today, we'll be looking at the story of a group of shepherds. Now, this is a group of people who could do with some good news. In fact, they were considering, they were considered the outcasts of their day. You know, they had to work hard, uh, they had to work seven days a week, uh, they had to stay up late, making sure the sheep don't like wander off. And yet, they were near the bottom of the social ladder, only a little higher than the lepers. They couldn't keep the Sabbath, so the religious people thought that they were unholy, they were considered uh, uneducated, unskilled, people thought they were dishonest, unreliable, constantly using other people's land, uh, to the point that they weren't even allowed to testify in court. So what role could a group of shepherds possibly play in the Christmas story? So now let's read together from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 15. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known. To us. So the first thing I'd like to say from this passage is that God sees you. It doesn't matter how rich or how poor you are, how good or, or bad you think you are, how worthy or unworthy you think you are. It doesn't matter what country you're from, your job, your status, your family background, your education, your reputation, your situation. God sees you. Among all the people whom God revealed himself to, God chose to reveal himself to these shepherds. He sent them an angel. He sent them a light in their darkness. And he sent them a very special message. That is how God treats those that the world considers slowly, humble, and unworthy. So if today you feel unnoticed, if you feel like you're hidden in, in the darkness, if you feel like an outcast, God sees you. So now we're going to take a look at that very special message 
that God had for these shepherds. And I believe through this message, God has three things to say to us today. So the first thing the angel said is fear not, fear not. And it's very interesting that whenever we see uh, God or angels appear before people, um, we tend to respond in fear. Uh, not only the shepherds here in this story, uh, when an angel appeared to the prophet Daniel, he said, I was frightened and fell on my face. The, the prophet Isaiah saw God uh, sitting on a throne with angels standing above him. And he said, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. It's almost as if when we are in darkness, that light can cause us to feel unworthy, even guilty or shameful, like we are undeserving to be in the presence of light. Like people like us shouldn't have good things or we are afraid of what the light will reveal about who we really are. But here, God's light didn't come to condemn. To the shepherds, he said, fear not. To Isaiah, he sent an angel to touch his mouth with burning coal from the altar and said, behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. His light comes as a blessing to bring you out of your darkness. So if today you're afraid of the light, intimidated by it, scared by it, God says, fear not. Secondly, the angel said, I bring you good news of great joy. I bring you good news of great joy. I mean, it's all the bad news that has been going on you know, around the world, around the country. I mean, it's the bad things that people perhaps may have been saying about them, the shepherds. God brings good news. And not just good news, it's the kind of good news that brings great joy. Not just happiness, but great joy. You know, happiness is temporary, but joy is deeper. It is a spiritual happiness from the, from the inside, from the spirit that sustains regardless of external circumstances. You know, one scholar note, great joy is the antidote for great fear. You know, just now we saw in, in verse 9 that when the angel appeared to the shepherds with God's glory shining around them, they were filled with great fear. And the angel here says that this great fear is going to be replaced by great joy because of the good news that he brings. So I wonder what negativity you might be struggling with today. It could be uh, the state of the world, the state of your family, the state of your life. Today, God brings you good news. Good news of great, deep, sustaining joy. So what is this good news? So the third thing that the angel said was, unto you is born a saviour. Unto you is born a saviour. Now, why is this good news? 
because we all need salvation. We all need salvation. Whether this is the first time that you are watching a sermon or attending a church service, or whether you've been a Christian for years, or even if you're a pastor like me, everyone needs salvation. And everyone continues to need salvation. You know, salvation isn't uh, just a one-time thing, snap and you're saved. When we receive Jesus Christ into our lives, yes, from that point we are saved, but we are still continually being saved. But what does it mean to be saved? You know, in the Bible, the word salvation uh, is used to describe uh, being rescued from enemies who seek to kill and destroy so that the person who is saved can rest in a place of safety. So being saved isn't just, you know, going to heaven uh, when we die. Being saved is about the enemies that we face today. Enemies around us, enemies within us, enemies in the spiritual realm, forces that try to trap us and, and tear us apart and destroy us and kill us in so many different ways. And finding rest in a place of safety. And, you know, in this time, and in this world that we live in, we need that more than ever. And so if you feel like you need to be saved, if there are things in your life that are tearing you apart, rejoice because unto you is born a Savior. And you know, this is a, a Savior for all, not just for the rich, not just for the elite, the ones who have it all together. No, this is a Savior for all. Whether you're a wise man or a lowly shepherd, the Savior is born unto you. The Savior is accessible to you. As accessible as a tiny baby of a poor couple lying in a manger in a small village. And that is why we say God is love. God, the most glorious, praiseworthy being in existence, so praiseworthy that the angels almost can't help but emerge from the spiritual realm to praise Him. Glory to God in the highest. He reaches down to the lowest, most forgotten, humblest, messiest, riskiest, costliest, most uncomfortable places. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. Why? Because He sees you. He wants to save you, to keep you safe. That's how much He loves you. So today, whoever you are, whatever you've done, whatever people have been saying about you, whatever you're struggling with, fear not. God brings you good news of great joy unto you is born a Savior. So how can we respond to this good news? Verse 15 says, When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. As one scholar wrote, 
angelic presence does not last forever. Angels leave. People must respond. And that's what the shepherds did. After they heard the good news about the Saviour born unto them, born for them, they went and they saw. Make no mistake, it may have sounded easy, but they had to leave behind their sheep in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, to pursue what God had made known to them. You know, I, I, I know of someone, she, she used to be a Taoist medium. You know, she used to communicate with the spirits. And, and that was her job. That was what she did for a living. Uh, until one day, she heard about the good news of Jesus. And she wanted to be free. She wanted a new life, no longer in bondage to these spiritual powers. But she knew that if she received Jesus into her life, her old life, would be over. Her livelihood, she would have to start a new life from scratch. And that was a big decision for her. But in the end, she decided to take that step of faith. She went forward, she saw Jesus, she received Him into her life, and her life was never the same again. She experienced a freedom and a joy that she never had. And up until now, she has had no regrets. She has a new life. She's found a new livelihood. But in order for her to experience that life, she had to leave behind her sheep. How about you? Are you willing to leave behind your sheep, your securities, to take a step of faith out of your comfort zone, to pursue what God has made known to you. Tomorrow is Christmas Day. It's the day where we remember the birth of Jesus. And I would like to encourage you today to not just celebrate Christmas, but to go and see, really see, who Jesus is, because I've got good news for you. Unto you is born a Savior. Let us pray. You can stretch out your hands uh, like this, uh, and you can close your eyes, and you can just say this simple ancient prayer together with me. Come. Holy Spirit. I'm going to sense that as 
we are praying, perhaps you feel the urge that you would like to receive prayer. Now, maybe you are not a Christian, um, but you've heard today's message and you want to, to come and see and experience Jesus and his salvation for yourself. Perhaps even right now, you're going through something. Uh, you want to experience God's saving power in your life in, in a powerful way. And um, we would love to, to pray for you. You, know, we have a, you could go into our website, into, the, into our prayer website, and our team would love to support you in prayer. Uh, especially if you're not a Christian and you say, I'd like to receive Jesus into my life. We love to pray for you and support you on the start of your spiritual journey. Even as I'm praying, I'm also sensing that perhaps you are a Christian, but you realize that you're still um, struggling. You still feel like you're in a place that you need to be saved. Uh, perhaps you need healing. Perhaps you need deliverance from a situation uh, that you're in, a job situation, uh, a, a personal situation. Maybe it's something that you're struggling with, a habit that you're struggling with on the inside. And if that's you, we love to continue praying for you. Uh, God's salvation isn't just something that, you know, that you get when you first receive Jesus into your life. That salvation continues to happen deep into every area of your life that needs saving for the rest of our lives here on earth. And so if that's you, we'd love to support you in prayer as well. Go straight into our prayer website and someone will be praying with you. Now I would love to pray for you as well. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because you are our God and you sent Jesus into our lives to save us. Save us from our sins. Save us from ourselves. Save us from the darkness and the imperfections of this world, the injustices of this world. We thank you that that is your heart for us, for us to be saved. And we thank you for this good news of great joy that you have given to us. And we pray that you help us to receive this good news, receive this joy, receive this peace, so that we will no longer fear, but we will be filled with your peace, your freedom, your joy, and your power. So Lord, even as we look forward to Christmas Day that's coming tomorrow, help us, give us the courage to take that step of faith like the shepherds, to go and see, to see you for who you really are and allow you into our lives so that you can bring your salvation to every aspect of our lives that needs you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Let's continue to worship right now.